the praise. For he woke us up this morning and started us on our way. Didn't he do that for you? Hallelujah. I'm going to ask you to put your hands together and help me out with this song. It says, time to praise the Lord. No time to waste, no time to lose. It's time to praise him. Come on, if you say you come to praise him, put those hands together. Come on, you can sing it. It's time. It's time to praise the Lord. Oh, it's time to praise the Lord. Come on, everybody. Oh, no. Oh, no. Come on, put your hands together. We're back in the house of our God. Ain't God good on this morning? I say, ain't God good on this morning? Can you praise him one more time, if you don't mind? That's just how awesome our God is. What if we want to just continue to wear our masks on today? Let's continue to practice our safe distancing. Let's continue to practice not shaking of hands and hug. You do want to hug somebody. Let's hold on a hug. Just high five your neighbor in the air. And just say good, good morning, neighbor. We want to continue to keep that safe distance. And don't forget, don't forget, on October, the, the first Sunday in October, we will celebrate our pastor, 
appreciation service at the 9 o'clock hour. From at 11 o'clock hour, we're going to meet at Ross's parking lot for the drive-by. Those who want to participate in the drive-by, we're going to meet at Ross's real parking lot. And we're going to do it. We're all going to be up there, and we're going to drive by back to the church and celebrate our pastor's celebration. And so we, we want to look to see you there. We want to celebrate our pastor. We want to show how much we love him and appreciate him. Amen. That's all right? Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father God, we come once again at this hour, God. We don't take nothing for granted, oh God. We just come to honor you on this morning, God. If it had not been for you on our side, God, where would we be? You allowed us, God, to come to your house, God, where we can worship you, oh God, where we can praise your holy name because, God, you deserve the worship. You deserve the glory, God. You deserve all our thank you, Jesus, God. Oh, God, we stop by to say thank you, God, uh, for allowing us to be here. So many of us wanted to be here, God, but they are still on their bed of afflictions, oh, God. But you have allowed us to be here, God. Uh, and we don't want to sit down and be quiet on you, God, uh, because the psalmist said, when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that is done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. We thank you for keeping us, oh God. We thank you for sustaining us. We thank you for watching over us. We thank you for leading us to your house, God. We thank you for your presence ever with us, oh God. Oh God, we know, God, wherever we go, God, you are there, God. We thank you for the man servant that you allow us to be here at the regular Baptist church. Bless him with a word on this morning, God. We need a word, God. We need a life-changing word. We need a, a life-altering word. God, one word from you, God, will make everything all right. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in the sanctuary. Begin to move like never before, Holy Spirit. Oh, God, overshadow us, Holy Spirit. Move inside of us, oh, God, that we be able to receive your word, God. And then, God, we'll be so very careful to give you all of the honor, to give you all of the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray, let the body of Christ say, Amen.
to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank God for this preaching moment, this opportunity to be here in 
the land of the living one more time. I thank God for the minister, the ministers that's on the roster. Amen. I'm minister of music and music department. No officers in this entire body of Christ. Amen. I also want to appeal to, I believe there are some that's able to catch us on live this morning. They're having quite a few problems on live this morning. And I don't know if everyone can see us and if everyone can hear us. If y'all would just let me know whether I have to preach again, second service, please let me know. Before service is over in the first service. So I can save some. Help me somebody. Amen. So if y'all would just let me know where we are. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, another preaching moment. Another preaching moment and opportunity to speak about how good God is. And the blessings that God has for us. And so I'm excited about that. I want to get into the word of God. And I, I want to deal with a series. Uh, maybe one and two series that look at uh, this topic. Let this be your drive. Let this be your drive. And I explain that in a second. Father. In Jesus' name, we come before you to say thank you for all your many blessings. Father, we pray now that your spirit will be poured out upon us, that the anointing of your Holy Spirit will flow in our hearts and our minds this morning. God, we need you like never before. God, we need you in our minds. We need you in our mouths. We need you in our hearts and our spirits. We just need a change to take place. And so, Father, we come before you, Lord, to say thank you for what you're going to do, Lord. Even right now, we humbly submit ourselves to you. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. And we all say amen, amen. God bless you. It's good to see you this morning. Uh, we want to uh, deal with this topic. Uh, let this be your drive. I want you to add to it in your own spiritual life because we don't want anything to drive you. When we talk about drive, we talk about what gives you your unction, what gives you your strength, what gives you the ability to press on, to have that enthusiasm concerning living and life. And see, sometimes uh, when we have a drive, uh, we get up in the morning and we're dragging. And sometimes our physical body pains and hurts us. And we just don't have that drive. And sometimes you can look at life. And when you look at life, you get to thinking about all that you don't have. And you lose the motivation. To continue to let every day be a prosperous day. So what is important for us as children of God is that we hear the voice of God. Not only, not only hearing the voice of God, but, uh, but whatever it is that God is trying to show you, even in your sleep. 
through dreams, through visions. God is speaking to you. And he wants that to be your drive. Uh, uh, Revelation chapter 2 and 7. Uh, turn to me real quick on that and amplified. Look at this Revelation chapter 2 um, and uh, look at verse 7. Can we go there? Revelation chapter 2 and amplified. Revelation chapter 2 and verse 7. We with me, audio? Revelation chapter 2, verse 7, amplified. All right, we're having trouble up here too. Got it? All right. Uh, he who has an ear, let him hear and heed what the Spirit says to the church. That's very important. You hear that? Now, that means, now, not just an ear of the physical ear, because the physical ear connects with the mind, which is the soul man. When it says to the church, the church is a spirit being. I say, he that has an ear concerning your spiritual ear, let him hear. In other words, because when you hear it, it's going to be your drive. That's what's going to drive you. That's what's going to give you the ability to press on. Now, uh, I want you to look at Genesis 28 and 12 in the Amplified. Let's go there for a second. Genesis chapter 28. I want to go to verse 12 because uh, I'm thinking about when Jacob left from his mother's house. And you know that when Jacob left from his mother's house, he was afraid that his brother was going to kill him. And so he left because, you know, after everything that took place, the tricking uh, of his father, and, and he received the blessing, and he already had the birthright. And so now Jacob is afraid. He has all of this, yet he's afraid, and he's going on, and he's stretched. He does not know what to do with what he has. And a lot of us, we understand that in life, we could be afraid because right today there are some of us still asking God, what is it that you want me to do? And it is not just one. It's a whole lot of us in here. We're questioning God. You didn't let me live this age, but I still don't know what it is you want me to do. Yeah. Some like to say, Lord, why you let me live this long? <laughs> Now watch this. And so he goes, he's tired, he, he's exhausted, and he's laying down. Watch this. Verse 12 says, he dreamed that there was a ladder, a stairway, placed on the earth. And the top of it reached out of sight toward heaven. And he saw the angels of God ascending and descending on it, going to and from Heaven. That's what he saw when he laid down. This is what this is what God is saying. I'm gonna give you your drive. Look what God has done. Verse 13. And behold, the Lord stood above around him and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father's father, and the God of Isaac. I will give to you and to your descendants the land of promise. On which you are lying on right now. 
Your descendants shall be as countless as the dust of the earth, and you shall spread abroad to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south, and all the families and nations of the earth shall be blessed through you and your descendants. Before I go to verse of 15, I want you to understand something in that God is saying, I I'm telling you what, what, what to let be your drive. You don't have it yet. You don't have a seed yet. You don't have a child yet. You all out here by yourself. But I'm telling you what I'm going to do for you. God have mercy. In other words, what God was saying is I'm giving you a drive. And all you need to do is activate uh, your faith on what I'm saying. Do y'all hear me today? Now watch this. Watch this. God, God, when God speaks to you, he speaks to the church. He speaks in the spirit realm. Watch this. He comes to you in your dream. And don't you can't tell me that God haven't showed you some stuff that looks impossible to the eyes and ears of man. God has showed you some stuff. God has showed you how he's going to bless your seed. Some of you look at it and say, Lord, I don't know how you're going to change my child. God is showing you. He showed you in a vision that I see your child. <laughs> Not in the valley, but on top of the mountain. God have mercy. God has showed it, and what has happened is, is you've got to collapse and grip what God has shown you and stop denying that it's impossible and let it be your drive. It will not change until you believe. God have mercy. God have mercy. I, and, and listen, some stuff is holed up because of your faith. Huh? Some stuff is holed up because you haven't said, yes, Lord, I believe. Some people are still in the condition in their life because of your negativity. Instead of your positive, I believe God. <laughs> Look at verse 15. Behold, I am with you and will keep Careful watch over you and guard you. Can I tell you something? It don't matter what condition, what circumstances you're in. God has already proved that he's with you. Because he brought you that so far right now. God have mercy. Some of you said, I should have lost my mind. I should have gave up a long time ago. But good God Almighty, thank you God for my drive. Because I sure enough know that you are with me and you protect me. Okay. Uh, I want to uh, look at this. Many of us think that I drive for living on earth is a car, not only a car, but houses, and some of us look at our drive as for a retirement, and say not only just a retirement, but, and then old age, so this is what we drive for, we drive, we drive, our driving life is that if I can just get me a car. If I can just get me a job, and if I can just have a pension and get up in age, that's all I need. <laughs> listen, it's way more than that. Huh? No, listen, it, it, it is supposed to be, this is what it's supposed to be, living on earth 
in a heavenly state. That's what it's supposed to be. Listen, it's not just a car. That sounds good. Not just a house. That sounds good. Not just a retirement. That sounds good. Not just to get up in old age. That sounds good. But God said it's way more than that. God said, no, it's about living on earth in a heavenly state. Huh? Preparing to go to heaven and live with God for eternal life. Now, this is the important reason why he says that it's because Satan, he operates in the atmosphere. Huh? If it was just a car, if it was just a house, just a pension, just to get up in age, listen, you're missing a point. Because the truth of the matter is, is that Satan is the God of this earth. Go with me here. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Look at verse 4. And I'm going to go into King James. Watch this. 2 Corinthians. I want you to see what the Lord says. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. I'm going to go up to the King James, King James Version. Watch this. Look what it says. Y'all got that? 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Verse 4, all right, watch this. In whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which, what, believe not. What? Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is in the image of God should, what, shine so what, so what is God saying? What is God saying? God is saying in the word of God. He's saying that Satan is the God of this world. And he operates in the sense. He, operate, he operates here how to trick you. How to deceive you. And so that if it's only, if you only hear and it's only for just a car, a, a little pinch in a job and, and to get up in age, then in it, you're going to have a whole lot of stuff Coming up against you because Satan is here to deceive you. He will trick you. Yeah, that's why God said it's got to be more than that. Okay, in this text, watch this. Uh, he is a trickster. He is a deceiver uh, of the world. He operates it in the fleshly form. Now watch this. And if you operating like Satan, then you can't contact heaven. Look at this next verse. Go here with me. Uh, go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and go down to verse 50. 1 Corinthians chapter, and the King James verse. 1 Corinthians, watch this. Chapter 15, go down to verse 50. First verse 50 for me. Look at this verse. I want you to see this. Watch this. See that? Now this I say, brethren. That what? Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of who? Neither do a corruption inherit and corruption. In other words, that if you operating from flesh and blood, nothing contacts heaven. In other words, you can't just go to heaven and you are not operating in a heavenly realm. If you operate, that's why the Bible tells us is that when you ask God for something, don't be wavering. Because if you're not faithful, it can't reach God. You're wasting your prayer. That's why he said when you come to God, believe he is a rewarder. Because nothing can happen. You can't go to God in flesh and blood. 
You can't go to God operating unholy. Because if you're operating unholy, you're operating of the God of this earth. So look, look, look. That cannot be your drive. Getting upset can't be your drive. All right, watch this. Let, let's go here. This is what God says I have to do for you. Go with me, Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. Colossians chapter 1, 13. Uh, King James Version. Place that up for me, please. Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. Now watch this. God has to do this so that you can live the life that he wants you to live on this earthly place. And understand that Satan operates in the flesh, in the sense world. That Satan likes to trick you. He likes to do, do things wicked. In other words, he puts uh, lies in your head. But as a child of God, this is what God said, the first thing I got to do. Who had delivered us from the power of what? Power of darkness. That's the power of wickedness. The power of Satan. The power of Darkness, that's the curse that's been on your life. There's those demonic spirit that takes over you. God saying, I delivered you from it. Huh? Watch it. And have trans what? Translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So watch it. You and I now has been translated into the kingdom of Christ, which is the kingdom of God, which is the kingdom of heaven. And that's why you have to live here on earth like you are in heaven. You see that? Because we translate it. In other words, we're here, but we're translated. Your spirit is a heavenly nation. We're under government of God. All right, now watch this. This is important because now while we are here under the government of God, this is one thing that God has to give to us while we're here. Why? Because Satan is the God of this earth. And, and in order for me to stay here, these are a few things that God has to give me while I'm here. Watch this. Go with me to Psalms 29 and 11 and they amplify. Psalms 29 and 11. Look what it says. Psalms 29 and 11. First thing that God gives me. Uh, in the Amplified so that I can deal with this place while I'm here. 29 and 11. You have that? Watch this. Psalms 29 and 11. This is what God gives you. The Lord will give unyielding and impenetrable what? Strength. Huh? Why? And he gives it to you because you need strength while you're here. Huh? Nobody can get through that strength. Nobody can get in it and weaken you. He'll strengthen you while you're here. Let that be your drive. To know that God will give you strength while you're here on this earth. Through all the hell that's here, you can still live in a heavenly state. God have mercy. How, how am I surviving? How did I get through everything that man tried to get to me? Because the Lord gave you strength. God have mercy. Not only that, but the Lord will bless his people with what? Peace. Good God Almighty. So the first thing that God gives me is that God gives me my strength and God gives me my peace. 
Because what happened is that in this world today, if you don't have no strength, if you don't have no peace, when Satan get a hold to some of these other people and these people turn upon you and these people come at you, these people nag at you, Lord, you got to give me my strength and you got to give me my peace. That's when they say, you still come up in here looking all good and you ain't got no money in your pocket and all this kind of stuff. Say, well, Lord, you don't know what I have. I got my strength. I can do it. I got the ability to come up in here. And I got the peace to know that God is about to open up some doors for me that has never been opened up before in my life. Okay, okay, watch it, watch it. That, that has to be my drive. That, that's my unction. That's my drive to get up in the morning to know that all of my help, that's my drive. That's my drive. Some of you right now, some of you still, some of you are retired and some of you go to work and some of you have to deal with your family members. You can't tell me if it wasn't from the Lord giving you your strength and your peace where you would be today. That's what give me my drive. I'm driving on God's peace. Okay, next thing that God gives me that caused me to have my drive is 1 Peter chapter 4. 1 Peter chapter 4. Go with me to 1 Peter uh, chapter 4, verse 10 and 11. 1 Peter, uh, and I'm in the Amplified, these next verses. Uh, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. Now, what happens here is I want you to see how what God does is he releases gifts, spiritual gifts. And I want you to see how God gives us these gifts. Now, it's two things. He gives all of us different gifts. But I want you to see how that everybody's gift in here, God has given to you to live here in a heavenly state. <laughs> Watch this. Okay, while I'm here, look at this. Let's go to verse 10, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. Let's read it. Just as each one of you have received a what? Special gift, a special talent, a spiritual talent, an ability gracious given by who? So God gave it. Everybody have a talent up in here. Everybody have rather a spiritual gift up in here. Everybody individually, all right? Employ it in what? Serving one another as is a prophet for what? Good stewards of God's multifaceted grace. Other words here is that God have so much grace to give to everybody. It can never run out. And so what God is saying, you have your own gift. But your gift is used to help others. So now look what God does. While I'm here in my heavenly state, God gives me a gift. Special. It belongs to me. God gives you a gift. But our gift, and look what, you got to take it personal. Now God uses, I need everybody to think about it, every gift in here for your purpose. <laughs> Did you see that? Did you hear that? So that you can live on this earthly place. In a heavenly estate, he gave a special gift to you. And then he gave you all of the other gifts for your purpose. That's what God did for you. So that you can be in your heavenly state. So that you can have your strength. So that you can have your peace. And that's 
what you ought to drive with, knowing that all of this God has given to you. Okay, he says here, uh, faithfully using the diverse, varied gifts and abilities granted to Christians by God, unmerited what? Now, look what God says to those who teach and deliver the word of God. Verse 11, he says, whoever speaks to the congregation is to do it so as one who speaks the oracles, utterance, the very words of God. Watch this. In other words, they ought to have an anointing on their life. Power in their word that it ought out. <laughs> So that it can release power to the ears. And the text says, he that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the church. All right. So I'm going to go farther with this. Go with me to John chapter 10 and, and look at this next verse. John chapter 10, uh, verse 10. And let's look at that for a second if we can do that. John chapter 10. And let's look at this next verse. Uh, John chapter 10, 10, and we in the Amplifier. Can we place that up? All right. All right. Here, yeah, watch this. The thief comes only in order to steal and to kill and to destroy. That's to mess everything up for you while you're here on this earthly place. But look what God says. I came that they may have and enjoy life. Uh, and have it, here it is, in a what? To the what? Full till it what? You operating on my drive is just to get up, have a car, have a pension, <laughs> have a house, and have a live old. God said that ain't all to it. I come to give you life so you can enjoy it. God have mercy. I, I come so that you can have an abundance huh? and let it overflow. I, I don't want you to have one loaf of bread. I want you to have a pantry. Y'all, you got to hear me today. Yeah, yeah, God said, I want it. Well, if it's only two of you in the house, if you want to, I don't want just one seven-up cake. No, no, I want a chocolate cake and a red velvet in the corner because you can. I need somebody to hear me today. Then I, I want it where that if you don't want to drive this car, you can hop in your other one, let your, let your windows down, let the air get you, and, and, and still drive enough. I want it where you have a summer house, a winter house, and some lease out. God said I want it to run over. Why? Because you are a child of the master. Don't let nobody tell you, hey, it ain't but one of you. Why you need all that? The Lord gave it to me because I believe God. I believe that I am a child of God from heaven living in an earthly place. And I can speak the things that I don't have because I walk in faith. Let that be your drive. <laughs> all right. Watch this. Uh, it is. You can't, don't let anything drive you. Huh? Selfish gain. Making it all about you. Not about God. Second, write it down. Don't let the cares of this world 
drive you? Huh? The cares of this world. How I'm going to make it? How I'm going to survive? Because worrying about how you're going to make it and how you survive is operate in the flesh. God ain't never told you to worry about how you're going to make it, how you're going to survive. The only thing that God told you to do is to believe in him. The only thing God said is to trust in me. Only thing God said is, is in your weakness, then you're strong. Y'all don't hear me. That's the only thing God said. And so now watch this. He said, the last is the lust, the fleshly gratification. The lust, the fleshly gratification. And that lust, fleshly gratification, it means to please the, the, the sense that you have, the five senses, what you can touch, what you can smell, what you can taste, what you see, and what you hear. Those are your senses to gratify them. And if you don't get it, then you're stressed out. Mm. God said, no, no, it ain't about that. That's why he had to translate you, transform you to heaven. Okay? Now, watch this. Uh, I want us to understand that you and I, we are caregivers of God's creation. He gave it to us. Because he gave it to us, we have the awesome responsibility to watch over it. Go with me here to Matthew 6 and 26 in the Amplified. Matthew 6 and 26 in the Amplified. I want to look at that verse real quick. Matthew 6 and verse 26 in the Amplified. I'm almost finished here. Matthew 6 and 26 in the Amplified. Now look at this text. God here is speaking uh, to us, uh, how that he takes care of the birds and how he takes care of everything. And what God wants us to know that while we're here in a heavenly state, why he should be your drive is because of what he does for us. Now watch this. Verse uh, 26, Matthew 6. Look at the birds of the air. They neither what? Sow. Nor what? Reap. But we do. We sow seeds. We reap the harvest. Nor what? Gather the crops into the barns. That's put things in the bank in the savings. And yet, your heavenly father keeps what? Feeding them. <laughs> Are you not worth much more? Did you see that? <laughs> you a child of the master and, and you, your blood pressure is high. Your stress level, your depression because you're worried about what you don't have and how you're going to make it? <laughs> God says, are you not much more than the birds? The birds don't do nothing. God says, if, if you only believe me, let just drive on me. Get up in the morning and, and, and say, I'm rich. Get up in the morning and say, my icebox is going to be full. Get up in the morning and say, God's going to take care of this car. And if not, he's going to give me another one. Get up in the morning and say, the roof got a leak. If the insurance don't take care of it, God's going to send somebody my way. And they're going to get on that roof and get that thing done for me. Come on now. Why? Because we are 
God's children and I'm in a heavenly estate. And the Bible said, whatever I loose on earth is already loosed in heaven. In other words, if I believe it while I'm here, heaven's going to drop it my way. Let that be your drive. Yeah, yeah, we need, we need to stop trusting in man. Stop trusting in our ability and start trusting in the ability of God. Because God has been good to us. In spite of the ones that God has snatched out of this world. I know that God has snatched some loved ones out of this world. One by one, family by family. Some in the same family. But it does not stop God from being good. He's still good. Because the truth of the matter, whoever he snatched away from me. Because I know they saved. Because I asked God to save them. And so God saved them. And then he turned around and snatched them away from him. And put them up in the holy room. And when I get there, I see them uh, on the other side. Let that be your drive. But while you're here, you ought to say thank you. You woke me up this morning. Thank you. You clothed me in my right mind. Thank you. This too shall pass. Thank God that it's taking care of you in your storms. Uh, thank God that it's taking care of you in your trials. Thank God that when your children don't do right, if you go in your private room, go in your war room, get down on your knees, write down the vision, place it up in Habakkuk, and then call on the name of Jesus, say, Lord, I know it's all right, Lord, I know the deliverance is him, Lord, I know you're making a way, Lord, I know change is coming, then when you finish praying, then you ought to stand up and say thank you it's already done then when you let God be your drive and everything gonna be alright that's what I drive on that's all I got y'all don't have nothing else. If I don't have Jesus, I'm lost. But all I got is Jesus. Thank God for my family. But all I got is Jesus, church. <laughs> when my money gets funny, all I got is Jesus. <laughs> and if I got Jesus, somebody said I got everything. Everything I need. <laughs> I'm finished. Let this be your drive that keeps you, gives you your peace. It's knowing that Jesus will make everything all right. I want to say to the ones that's out here today, I know you got some heartaches. I know you got some pain. I know you're going to miss your loved one. I know mom's gone on. I know your siblings left you. I know the job is acting up and money is too. But I'm telling you, God did not bring you this far to leave you. He will make everything all right. I want you to bow with me where you are right now.
Father, I'm praying now. In Jesus' name. I touch and agree with my brothers and my sisters in Christ. That you're able to handle every problem in every situation. Lord, we need you right now, God. That if you don't mind, that you will open our hearts and push your strength in it right now. If you would open our hearts, God, our spiritual hearts and flush us, saturate us with peace. We need it right now, God. Somebody in here, somebody's watching us live. God, their mind needs you right now. Push joy in their life. Put strength in their life, God. Let them know, Father, that this burden, God, will pass. And let them know, God, that you are carrying them through this valley. Father, we ask you in Jesus' name, God. Touch that woman of God. Touch that man of God. Touch that child, God, that's calling upon you right now. We pray, oh, Father, right now that healing will begin to take place. Pain will begin to ease. We ask you right now, God, open up a door of finances. That money is on the way. We ask you, oh God, right now, fix it. This is our prayer for. This is our prayer of faith. We decree it. We claim it done right now. In Jesus' precious name. And the body of Christ says, amen. Why don't you give God a crazy praise? And believe that God got it and that everything will be all right. There may be one that wants to come to the Lord. There may be one that wants to accept God as your personal Savior. He's brought me there. And if you're in this sanctuary, you can come down this aisle. If you're watching us, I just need you to believe God. You may be looking for a church home. You might want to come by your Christian experience candidate for baptism, this is your moment, your opportunity to come to the Lord. Wherever you are, will you make that moment, will you make that opportunity to come to the Lord? Father, in Jesus' name, there's one watching us now. We ask you to begin to save souls. We ask you right now, God, to begin right now to come into the heart, God. Let them know all their sins by coming to you in Jesus' name has been forgiven. That they have a brand new life, even right now. Brand new spirit. The one that repents, God. You have cleaned in Jesus' name. Thank you for salvation. This is our prayer. We do pray and ask in the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Come on. Give God a praise. It's offering time. It's offering time. So we didn't get to go live today. I'm getting some texts saying that we didn't. Amen, amen. Listen, it's offering whatever you're going to give to the Lord. 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 You know if you're watching us live, then all you have to do is to go to the menu, you know what to do if you're watching this live. I 
sow your seed, give up your first fruit, your tithes and your offerings. And if you're in here today, whatever you're going to give to God, as you're holding it. Father God, we pray now that you will look down upon those who are giving to you the first fruit, the sowing of seeds, the tithes and offerings. We pray now, Father God, that uh, you will also look down upon those who have mailed it in and have dropped it in the mailbox. God, whatever it is, I'm asking you, Lord, to change their life from their first fruit, their seed, their tithe, their offering. Give them newness and give them the harvest like they never had before. We ask you to bless it. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, the body of Christ says, Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. God bless your heart. I'm going to tell you how we're going to do this in one second. As you get ready to leave, as you get ready to leave, amen, you're going to leave on my right and left, and you're just going to drop it in the, uh, the tithing box, amen, and go your various ways. Wait before we do that, we want to um, acknowledge uh, Brother Mark Spears is here. Brother Mark Spears, Attorney Mark Spears, Judge Mark Spears who's running, amen, for a uh, second uh, justice of peace. Uh, will you please stand, uh, Brother Mark Spears, Attorney Spears, amen. We know him, we know him, we know him, amen. Uh, also, we're praying uh, for Brother Jerome Matthews, who's running also uh, for justice of peace, amen. Uh, Brother Matthews, if you're here, all right, God bless you, man. Amen. That's Brother Matthew. Amen. I think that uh, Mark, uh, Attorney Mark, and well, both of them are attorneys. Uh, both of the attorney uh, Matthews and Attorney Spears will have uh, information out there. Y'all have information out there. Amen. That they are passed to you if you want to get that. We want you to remember those faces. Amen. As both of them are running uh, in this next election for justice of peace. God bless both of you all. So good to see you all. All right. Amen. Yeah, yeah. All right. He want, he want to make sure that there are different uh, elections. All right. So you can vote for both of them. Amen. Amen. Is that good? You can vote for both of them. You see one in one section and the other in another section. Amen. I thank you. For the president, they got one in there too. Amen. <laughs> I just thought y'all laugh on that. Amen. Come on, stand to your feet. Amen. You got, I can't remember his name. But he's, what's his name? Run for president. What's his name? Yeah. Oh, no. Joe Biden. It's, 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 it's a song, a song up in there too. Somebody sing. So I don't care about the boy in there. All right. <laughs> 